music so Farmville? Hello, and welcome back to the Poolsville Pulse's very own podcast, Jack Jack Attack. I'm your host, Jack Rosenberg, and this week is all about whether or not Poolsville High School will be receiving a new building. Now, I know what you're thinking. Why would we want to replace our beautiful mix of asbestos, lead, and crumbling foundation? To which I'd respond, that's a silly thing to think. You certainly shouldn't say that on a podcast. On this episode, first, we're going to have Poolsville Town Commissioner Jim Brown and then a special message from Senior Ethan Grabowski. All right, so we're sitting in one of the guitar rooms. Thank you for being here. Do you want to start by introducing yourself? Yes, it's Jim Brown or James Brown, like the singer or the dancer or the football player, all of which is prior to your time. (laughs) So you've got a full namesake going on for you. I do. All right, thank you so much for joining me. Mm -hmm. So do you want to start by talking a little bit about your history with the town of Poolsville? Okay, so uh, when I first moved to the Up County region, um, it was pretty neat. Uh, I was looking for a place for my daughter to play basketball, and she was a little kid. And uh, somebody told me, if you go to the end of that road, and then you go to the end of the next road, that you're going to hit a little town called Poolsville. He said, that's where everything takes place. So I drove right into Poolsville, and I said, oh, this is where we're going to live. <laughs> so, uh, so we moved to Poolsville in 2004 from living on the other side of the county. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and from 2004 on, what's well, 15 years now, um, we've just been doing more things. And I've had six kids. Five of them went to the high school, Poolsville High School. Yeah. And, um, and uh, I quickly got involved with town government only because um, we, had a te- we had a terrible newspaper in town. Mm-hmm. And the newspaper was a bit of a just, they, he printed a lot of bad stuff that most of it wasn't true. But in reading it, I thought, wow, if this is really how this is, then I need to change this. Yeah. And uh, so then I ran for election. I, first I served on some boards, and then I ran for election for town commissioner position. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was 12 years ago, yeah. and got elected. And then I was reelected and then elected by the board to be the president of the town commissioners. So I was the president of the town commissioners for six years. Wow. Um, and just this last November, a year ago, I was reelected again, but I've stepped back from being the president only because my business is so busy that I just literally don't have the time to assume the duties of the president, but I still wanted to serve the town. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, it was a good run. Yeah. It's still a good run. <laughs> <laughs> so what we do is each one of the commissioners has a position uh, on the board and we're liaisons to, com- to committees. Okay. So we have a planning commission member. Uh, we have a town commissioner who's on our planning commission. We have a town commissioner who's on our parks board. Mm-hmm. Um, and we have one that's on our events committee, you know, which is all the fun stuff we do in town. <laughs> um, and uh, so I'm the, uh, I created, when I was president, this mm-hmm. fair access committee. Okay. And fair access was the uh, creation, of, uh, the reason why I put it together was the Poolsville effort to try and get a new school mm-hmm. had constantly been, um, uh, it just hadn't worked in yeah. the end is the best way to put it, mm-hmm. despite everybody's best efforts. Mm-hmm. So to uh, put a change of pace to that, uh, I decided that we needed to create a municipal push because we are a municipality. It's kind of neat. You know, we're one of the few municipalities in this whole region of Maryland. Yeah. So, uh, you know, we have our own elected town government. We, we make our own rules. We, we have our own laws. Um, and I decided that we would create a municipal push to get a new high school and a new co-located community center with the high school. And then I enlisted what I considered to be the best and the brightest to be on that committee 
Mm. And, uh, and since then, that committee has been going full force. We're coming up on two years now yeah. uh, to secure a new high school and a new community center because we've, we've proven that there's outcomes that don't work up here. Um, mm -hmm. uh, the Poolsville Upper County region has some of the worst health outcomes, if you can believe it, for all of Montgomery County yeah. because we just don't have proximity to services. Right. So one part of the thrust is all new high school to replace this crumbling building. <laughs> and then the other is to bring community services to the region so that we can improve the way of life here. And um, the reason why all this has taken place is we don't have, uh, we only have 5,500 people in town. Okay. And we have 15,000 people surrounding us in the immediate area. Right. But if you look at that, that's nothing compared to other municipalities and other regions, period. Yeah. It just, Rockville is three times the size of our entire region. Mm -hmm. um, so all of the resources have been focused down county, and yeah. by the county. Uh, and one of the reasons is, is we only have 15,000 people that vote. Right, yeah. And, uh, and that's not even that, you know, we're, we're counting little kids. Yeah. <laughs> so we're, uh, so we just haven't been able to deliver the votes, which means we haven't gotten the attention of the politicians, mm -hmm. which means that uh, they, they don't have any risk in not devoting resources to us. Sure. So in the end, we just decided we don't count less mm -hmm. because we have less people. Good, yeah. That's amazing. Yep. So do you want to talk a little bit about the recent development that happened a few weeks ago with Poolsville High School and Fair Access? Well, you know, so uh, we're, we're grinding away on all fronts here. We, we've, we've developed great friendships with all of our politicians, mm -hmm. um, and they're true, legitimate friendships. These are people that we know, that we like, mm -hmm. that we know that want to serve the entire county. Sure. Um, so the ones that are, like for our region, our previous, um, our previous um, council member, uh, Montgomery County Council member uh, only came up to have dinner at Bassett's because he liked the food. <laughs> but he would never let us know when he was coming and he wouldn't meet with us. Yeah. Um, now we have Andrew Friedson who, is, uh, who was elected last November who's very dynamic, cares about the whole, his whole um, district. He's been great. Um, we've engaged all of the politicians mm -hmm. uh, around our area. Um, we've engaged the Board of Education members Mm -hmm. uh, the ones who helped create the budget. We've engaged uh, Dr. Smith, the school superintendent, mm -hmm. and you know, the most powerful man in Montgomery County schools. Right. And you have to remember, Montgomery County schools budget is over $2 billion, and that's bigger than the national, pro the gross product of like 35 states. Oh wow, yeah. So Montgomery County is a big county, mm -hmm. very wealthy, and the school budget is huge. Mm -hmm. So uh, engaging Dr. Smith and engaging all the right people, we've been working on that for two years. Well, as you said, just a couple weeks ago, um, the uh, county's um, CIP, their budget, capital improvements budget, was released, and Poolsville High School was on that budget for uh, initially, because we're not counting on just this happening, mm -hmm. but initially for $70 million to go to a new High School. That's amazing. It is amazing, considering that there's five of us. Right. It enlisted a community, of course, and all of our people, but for two years we've had this effort go in, uh, strategizing, um, taking our personal time to meet with people, uh, doing what we have to do to really engage all the decision makers. Mm -hmm. And uh, this budget came out, 
and uh, all of us, uh, none of us could get together that night, but we all, you know, called each other and had a little celebration. We, we know the work has just begun. Yeah. But the fact is, the county, in the county's initial budget, with, we think, from support from all the people that we've been working with, mm-hmm. has allocated 70-something million dollars to us of today's money, too. Not five years from now money. Yeah. Today's money. It's amazing. It is. So we're, we're astounded by it. Yeah. Um, we, were, it's, we were very hopeful. We actually feel like we have more to come. We mm-hmm. still have to work. This is not etched in stone. This is a proposed budget. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot more to do. And we're not going to let up. You know, we still we meet uh, and have, uh, we have strategy meetings once a week. We develop our advocacy directions. Mm-hmm. Um, we, re- we redo them as we go along because you're always read and react to sure. what's, being, what's happening. And... Uh, uh, we, our goal is to not just have the have that budget line item be permanent when it's finally voted on, mm-hmm. but to also add to it so that we really can get the high school that we want. Yeah. Um, and then it, in the end, I think it's going to take a little more study to have the community center be part of this. Now, mm-hmm. remember, this is a lot of this is geographic. There's uh, 29 acres, I think, on this campus. Oh, wow. So I know it doesn't look like it, but yeah. it's 29 acres. It's right around there. And uh, we know that the county doesn't own land anywhere else up here for the most part. They own the property where the school, um, the uh, uh, pool is. Mm-hmm. And, of course, they own the middle school, the elementary school. But they don't really own any other property. So that we know that if we're going to have community services, they've probably got to land on this section of, of Poolsville. Mm-hmm. Uh, remember, the, and this is just not puzzle. This is to serve the entire region. So, with any luck, um, now that the school, which is really the school, the school board, and the school board budget, really is the big kahuna of all this, mm-hmm. that we're going to be able to take, um, we're going to be able to move forward with the co-location process of a community center, community services building, mm-hmm. that would be adjunct to Poolsville High School here. Okay. So, uh, step one was getting in the budget. Mission accomplished. Yeah. Uh, step two is staying in the budget sure. and getting it added on to. Uh, that's, that's the next step. Yeah. And then the next six months are going to be everything because all of this becomes permanent as they work through their budget hearings mm-hmm. and, their, uh, and their discussion with all. Because you can imagine if we're getting 70-something million for a new high school, mm-hmm. that means other schools aren't getting 70 million. Right. And their advocacy groups which none are like us. We were one of the first. In fact, we've been talked about nationally how mm-hmm. a municipality came together to put something, uh, to create something. Mm-hmm. Um, but the rest of these advocacy groups, they're, they're going for their money too. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. So, so we, we, we know that we not only have to increase what we need to get, but we also have to fight off the other people that are going to be making their cases. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's incredible though. Your, your brainchild's all grown up. How, how yeah. incredible does it feel? Yeah, we were very excited. Uh, so the night that it happened, um, so it was released early. Uh, mm-hmm. It was supposed to, the information was supposed to be released on a Monday. Mm-hmm. So on a Friday, yeah, uh, right in the afternoon, which is uh, it's kind of funny how the um, the different uh, boards and and groups inside Montgomery County, it's funny how they um, they want to like avoid the news cycle. Mm-hmm. So they released the information on like a Friday afternoon, right. which is like really a dead zone in the news cycle. Yeah, and that was it. And we were just called, we're like, is that real? And then we've looked on the link a bunch of times and yeah. you know, it was like, well, okay, it's real. That's so, so amazing. So yeah, that was, uh, yeah, it was very exciting. And it just proves that this, um, 
that this one-on-one advocacy mm-hmm. and and making a case. You know, it's not just trying to convince people. Mm-hmm. Uh, what we have is real. I mean, you know, you you go to school here. You yeah. know what this building's like. I do. <laughs> and uh, and um, uh, to know that we're missing those services and that also too on the like the co-location part of this. Um, the missing services have real outcomes in the in the area and the community, mm-hmm. and when you get quoted by uh, the leading health official in Montgomery County, backed up by the leading health official in Frederick County, that statistics show that this region has the highest early death rate really? in all of Montgomery County. That's a clear signal that we don't have services that are readily available for the residents that live in this entire western upcounty region. Yeah. So we have to we have to take this crumbling building that holds all these amazing students Mm -hmm. and pair it up with a community services center that makes sense. All of this is supposed to be right sized. Um, you know, we're not looking for the new Seneca Valley. I'm sure you've been by there. Right. Seneca Valley is a city by itself. Yeah. <laughs> right. We're not looking for that. We're lo- and uh, and Seneca Valley's cost is 150 million, roughly, mm-hmm. uh, maybe even a little bit more. We don't need that. We'll never be that. We don't need it. Mm-hmm. Um, but the the school project of this, I see coming in at around 100 million mm-hmm. when it comes down to it. Of course, they're going to keep the existing science wing. Yeah. Right? I mean, that was new eight years ago, so that's really new by Poolsville standards. Oh, it's like sure. brand new, right? Yeah. Um, and then the, uh, and then the um, who knows what will be kept of the existing school mm-hmm. afterwards, but we know we need parking. Yeah. So, uh, it, you know, will likely be, it's going to be a couple years of some really interesting parking solutions taking yeah. place sure. while this school is being built, and then... Uh, I imagine the rest of the school will likely be torn down and turned into a parking lot yeah. and part of the community co-location center. So if we had to say we had our dream world, mm. it would be new schools built, yeah. old school torn down, community services center added. How long do you see this taking? It seems like a huge project. Well, the, the key for that, and uh, Jack, that's a great question, mm-hmm. is because um, most of the money in the, the CIP, the budget, mm-hmm. is dozen is done basically in four and six year cycles Mm -hmm. and they could have put us off to the very end of the cycle but they allocated today's money to do it Um, and having today's money means seriously that could they break ground in 2020 I think so that's amazing I know that's right around the corner as far as we're concerned right Um, and if that takes place uh, that would be extremely fast mm-hmm. um, and then it would take a couple years to do it okay um, so that's that is best case scenario mm-hmm. but uh, you know the the Montgomery we've also engaged all of the Montgomery County um, uh, you know not building construction people they're the people that that know exactly what the template is needed to have like a functional high school sure um, and they do this well you know they build things yeah. Um, and so the, they know what it's going to take to right-size a, a building for this community. And, in fact, it wouldn't surprise me a bit, just because they came up with a budget figure, mm-hmm. they already probably have a template in place that yeah. shows what this new Poolsville High School will look like, mm-hmm. um, roughly how much it will cost, what services it will offer within. You know, we know it's going to be a two-story building. Mm-hmm. We know it's going to be, you know, there's... Um, it's going to house all the current programs. Mm-hmm. We're also working on programming needs as we have to... You know, programming at a high school level is is like um, 
it's always an evolution. Mm-hmm. So we never get static. You know, yes, we have four amazing magnet houses at this school. Yeah. But uh, the uh, programming is never static. So, mm-hmm. you know, as people change, programs change. So we're looking at what would be enhanced programs mm-hmm. uh, in addition to our whole school magnet. But, you know, people need to be rest assured. We've been told all along the way the whole school magnet has never been in danger. Yeah. In fact, I asked Dr. Smith directly in front of a room full of people, mm-hmm. and he was sitting behind a, uh, a podium facing the commissioners. Mm-hmm. And I said, just tell me this. This is the word on everybody's question on everybody's lips. What happens to Poolsville High School's whole school magnet in the future? Yeah. You know, are we, we know there's new high schools being open. We know that they're gonna need programming. What happens to our whole school magnet? Does mm-hmm. it change? He stood up and he faced the commissioners. Then he turned around, he faced the audience, the people broadcasting it, et cetera. He goes, he goes, Jim, just make sure you know this. Why would we ever mess with the greatest programs that we have in Montgomery County? Why would we ever do that? I'm like, so I'm gonna take it that's a yes that we're gonna keep our old school back. He goes, Absolutely. That's amazing. So uh, you know, I I put him on the spot in a funny, friendly way. We all laughed, right. Right. but he was very adamant that that was not in the mix. Good, and that, I mean, that's a question that needed to be asked, yeah. Well, it's on everybody's lips because they know that there's gonna be a new Crown High School, you know, mm-hmm. down, at, down at the Crown. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, so we think, you know, our 71 million and Seneca Valley just got 150 million sure. and is completing their thing. What could that high school be like? That could end up being something else. Yeah, right. So, I mean, something bigger than both of those. Mm-hmm. So we'll, We'll see what happens there, but money is going to be allocated towards that too. So then one more thing to finish up with on this aspect of it. And if you have any more questions, I know I'm just running on here. Um, education, we know, is going to change, right? Sure. They're going to get out of the business of spending huge chunks of money to build buildings. Mm-hmm. So. It's not this is our last gasp effort to do this. In fact, if it got wiped off the budget, we would just double down and work hard again and we'd get it done, but we're not gonna let that happen. <laughs> but um, one of these days, they're going to not be building 150, $200 million buildings. They're just gonna be, you know, technology's gonna advance it. Mm-hmm. Um, there's probably gonna be learning centers where kids go to different places to do different things. Sure. Um, you know, the high schools as we know it aren't going to be the way they are now. Mm-hmm. Is that is that 10 years down the line? Is that 20 years down the line? 30? No one knows. But one day, they're going to stop spending mm-hmm. tons of money on schools. Right. It's time for us to do ours now. Yeah. That's so true. Yep. That's amazing. Yeah. It's such a noble effort, and it's so incredible that you've gotten it done. Yeah. Yep. we got a lot more to go, but having that announcement take place was uh, was. Uh, unbelievable to us. We could have easily been left off. You got to remember, there's other people fighting as hard or harder than we fought sure. for longer to do what we've just accomplished so far. Yeah. But I like to think we did it smarter and we did it different. Yeah. And that's made the difference. Oh, definitely. Oh my God. In the spirit incredible. of Poolsville High School, right? We did it smarter and we did it better. Right. <laughs> um, and then one last question, just because sure. I think the listeners will be curious. How long are you thinking until the Duncan opens? Ha! Uh, so soon, very yeah. soon. Okay. Yeah. Um, we're excited about it. In fact, um, just for your listeners, uh, I think it, what it's going to do. First of all, Duncan's going to be great, and yeah. I was super excited when um, the Magruders they own the shopping center where Duncan exists mm-hmm. right now, uh, and the Magruder family owns commercial strip centers uh, in various places in Montgomery County. Mm-hmm. 
um, when they told us that they were potentially recruiting for them, because they want to know, like, you know, not is the town is, uh, is town government going to have a, a structural issue with putting a building there that's going to have a drive-through and all the things that we kind of worry about as a town. Yeah. We were like, you got to tell us who it is. Is it Duncan? They're like, it's Duncan. They're like, yes. <laughs> oh, it's so good. Yeah. So, so not only, I would say, within the month it's going to open. Mm-hmm. Um, they've had various, you know, permitting issues. They've had some things they had to work through. Mm-hmm. Um, but it will should open within a month. And yeah. then on top of it, I think what you're going to see is that the other places in town, specifically the McDonald's, and I know the McDonald's owners, that's part of being a commissioner, I think, is being engaged with all the business owners. Mm-hmm. I know the McDonald's owners, and they're going to be upping their game. Yeah. Uh, and when they up their game and Duncan has their thing, uh, Poolsville's fast food world is going to be about as good as it's going to get. <laughs> so it's really, really good. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So soon, I would say that that's, uh, you know, within a month, they're going to be up and running. I know they, they've already been, um, the people that own the Dunkin' Donuts that's going to be here, mm-hmm. uh, they actually own five other Dunkin' Donuts in the area. Oh, wow. And they've somewhat revolutionized how they're going to um, process and create their donuts. They're going to be cooked mostly at a facility, mostly up at English Muffin Way. Okay. And then in transport down to this Dunkin' Donuts, they will finish cooking on their way. So when they take the trays out, you're supposed to have fresh hot donuts to go with your fresh hot coffee. That's and so cool. <laughs> so they've got a good process. And I actually toured the Dunkin' Donuts uh, mm-hmm. um, manufacturing facility up at English Muffin Way. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's really impressive. It's yeah. state of the art. And, uh, you know, they're they're trying to grow smart. They don't want to be like the Dunkin' Donuts that you come in and all the donuts are cold. And the, right. You know, that, that's just not what they're after. Uh-huh. So. That's amazing. Yeah, so we're we're excited about. It. Met the owners a couple times, and uh-huh. uh, you know we're we're definitely gonna have a ribbon cutting and uh, and thank you for coming. And at the yeah. same time, we're always gonna stay engaged with our other business owners. I mean, McDonald's has been a huge part of this town for a long time. Yeah, um, uh, the owners are local. Mm-hmm. Um, we're we're gonna be you know making sure that their businesses don't you know basically we could we could sort of be stakeholders yeah um all of the business owners in town these are people that have invested in poolsville mm-hmm. so we want to make sure that they at least have our engagement and anything that we can do to help them we want to be a part of that yeah that's amazing so, yep do you have any last comments that you want to make on poolsville or the duncan uh no you know i'm gonna be uh i'm uh i just got reelected, so i've got three more years that's probably gonna be the end of my time i'll be yeah. in my mid-60s at that point <laughs> so uh uh, you know, we're going to be looking for a younger generation like you to get engaged right. and uh, and become a part of this thing. So go go on off to college, get your you know get your four year or your graduate degree, then come on back and help, <laughs> help us out here in Poolsville. Yeah, thank you so much. Yep, Jack, you got it. And now for Ethan's special message. Ethan, do you want to start off by telling us a little bit about your connection to Fair Access? My involvement really started back in uh, March. Was when I was invited to join the committee. And um, actually, I had testified to the Board of Education um, about the sort of abysmal condition that the school building um, here at Goldsville is in. And this is, you know, after my, my run for the student member of the board position, the small position on the Board of Education. So I testified to the board and posted to the town Facebook page, and um, it got quite a bit of attention. And, um, you know, soon after that, the reached out to me. I'd like to sort of speak directly to the students, if I, if I may. That's what they're here for. So, you know, as, as I've sort of um, talked about during this interview, it's nothing is set in stone at the current moment. So we really need 
students to be involved in this process. We mm -hmm. need you know people to show up. Even like like warm bodies essentially yeah. matter to the board of education. Like it, it says a lot about our cause if there's you know a lot of people that show up, mm -hmm. right? And even if you don't like to speak or anything like that, that's totally fine. That's okay. You don't have to testify. Yeah. If you don't want to, of course, you know we'd love uh, additional student testimony. Mm -hmm. But even just showing up to these meetings it, is the most impactful thing that you can do. Definitely. Um, you know, writing letters to different uh, council members, mm -hmm. um, and just generally becoming involved in this initiative. And and it's hard because you know it's not like there's a new development every day. This is a slow, drawn out process. But like. You know, one of the things that like I'm working on is increasing the student body's awareness of these yeah. different initiatives. So, you know, just be on the lookout for like you know announcements on, on Falcon Media or like um, different posters on the school like mm -hmm. advertising these events and, and be involved. Thank you so much. Yeah, thanks for having me. Yeah. All right. Thank you again, Ethan Grabowski and Commissioner Brown for being here. Thank you everyone at the Pulse with Pulse, especially Miss Gomer, Dora, Andrew, Kenna, and thank you for tuning in. Make sure you tune in next week. We're gonna be doing something a little bit different. I'm gonna have a senior from each program talking about and explaining their house's senior project and answering your questions. Send in any questions you have about PHS, your program, courses, extracurriculars, anything. You can either send them to at Pulse on Instagram, at Poolsville underscore Pulse on Twitter, or email them to thepoolswillpulse at gmail.com. You can also DM them to my Instagram at underscore Jack Rosenberg, but make sure you get those questions sent in. Thank you, and I'll talk to you next time.